Shooting the Gap with Ryan and Gonzo. Good guitar solo. <laughs> it's the last song on fucking one of these nights. Their best one record. of these nights until until Hotel California came out. Just a little knowledge bomb. Watch me make this pencil disappear. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna You ought to know, you bought it. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to Shoot in the Gap, Halloween edition. Ah. It is, it's Halloween night. What did we do tonight there, Ryan Silva? We took kids candy. Um, Jacking. Taking. Baking. Candy baking. Candy baking. There you go. It's just got to be amazing, the concept of Halloween for the first timers who are like old enough to understand things. Like, because they're not just, you know, little... Little yeah. people that just eat little Blakey's running screen. around there going, "This is awesome!" Amazed. I'm a midget full sugar. It's just like holy shit, and it was funny because he'd fallen down. He fell down walking up to the house, <laughs> and then he came back and fell at the exact same spot. And it was Ryan was right. He's just too little, and the bucket is big, so. So he fell. So he fell. Fuck off. Um, Doug. What, what, did, what did we need to get to? Apparently Doug had something to say. We got... So We're FL speeding up the first three nine. minutes of the show. Mm-hmm. I guess we're slacking. <laughs> so, already. Two minutes in. We have a lot to cover. <clears throat> nine and six. We guys are talking about sports. Doug's going to get all... Were you nine and six as well? I'm I the only one wearing a sports shirt. Well, it's gonna happen once, I guess, and never again. <laughs> that yes, but you talking about sports? Not so much. Not so much. Confused. Therefore, we can continue the. I'm confused. Let me again continue the candy story. No. Oh. Well, it was hilarious because the bucket was like too big for him. He's trying to carry this thing. He's for the bucket's always too big. You're a cunt. <laughs> Hi, are, are, are you not in a good? What's? You, did you want to go trick or treating with us? No, I. Doug, Can is we the not bucket always too big for you? Real quick. <laughs> That's all of the story, and unless it's an Iron Man mask, and it's too small. It's just that's just the way it goes. The way the cookie crumbles. You want to know, you made the cookies. You bought them. You bought Nine them. and six. Great games. Good times. Had by the Lions, the Vikings, the Dolphins, <laughs> the Bills, the Seahawks, the Patriots, the Texans, the Browns, and the Broncos. Which we already talked about the Broncos. We did talk about the Broncos on the last show because we were able to. So surprising, surprising, right surprising little stumble by the Falcons. Um, I thought I was going to lose that pick when we turned it on, and it was the first fourth quarter, and they hadn't scored. Which, by the way, is the morning NFL game. And by when I say morning, I say seven thirty in the morning, Mountain Mountain Standard Time. So it was 6.30 in California. Gonzo was still sleeping. So was Ryan. Ryan didn't come out till 9.45. We we, we woke up in time to go, oh yeah, there's football already. (laughs) So the Lions are getting raped. It was 21-0, and then it completely turns around and ends 22-0. 22-21. 22-21, obviously. 22-0 score in the the second half there. Unanswered points. Mm Mm-hmm. Your thoughts, your breakdown, mental Pretty breakdown. Pretty typical of the Falcons all season. They just did it in one game. They played really well in the first half. Well, enough to have a 21 nothing lead. And then second half, just blow completely. They allow 22 points, and, and they lose. In London, which in London. I'm still kind of tossed up on those games, London games. Not really tossed up. I don't like them. Doesn't make any sense. We talked about it. 
having a team move or having a team in London logistically sucks for all the teams that have to go there, basically. <clears throat> and for the London franchise to an extent, but you know, fuck them. <laughs> it, it just would be a it would be a bad thing. Doug wants the London werewolves. And American Wealth in London, yeah. There's that joke there, but why don't we talk about uh, Manning uh, pitching, or did he pitch, throw, whatever? Uh, some kind of record number? Did he? Did he do this? Manning? Did he do this? I believe we talked about this on last week's show. Yeah. Fuck. For fuck's sake, Doug. We, we... Jeez. Just, he forgot that they played twice already. <coughs> I'm only wearing the shirt. I'm sorry. Well, yes, at least yes, you're wearing yes, the you shirt. Happy Halloween. I'm wearing a Broncos shirt. Only wearing the shirt. Um, Cardinals, Eagles. Who plays next week? Or, or this week? A lot of people. That's in the pick segment that we'll get to in the second part of the show. <laughs> as usual. That big hunt. Come on. With all those interruptions, I feel like we could have finished the candy story uninterrupted. <laughs> if he had just shut the fuck up, the candy story would have been good to go. We'd have been Fine, tell the candy else. story. <laughs> no, the, the fire's already going. It's blown because you've gotten mad when the when the joke came out. It was just, it, it's already Don't done. Don't talk about blowing children. It's, it's done. Whoa. It's already done. Whoa. It's done. Whoa. Uh, Colts, Steelers, how about that game? Awesome. Roethlisberger, the only quarterback in the history of the NFL to have two 500-yard passing games. Who'd have thought that that would have been the guy? Yeah, you. I mean, in, a run-heavy Steelers. Run-heavy Steelers, and he's just just because of that, he's not throwing the ball around that much, and he he definitely did that. And he completed something like forty or forty-nine. Yeah, they're throwing that's around. That's eighty percent. I think they realized, uh, hey, we can actually still throw the ball too. Like, yeah, we got some weapons, man. They got some weapons, man. Antonio Brown is a stud. Say it again. That guy is a badass player. Uh, this year totally moves up my list to number three. All of the whole, the NFL. whole deal, whole NFL wide receivers, wide receivers. Wow. Okay. That's a giant leap for. He wasn't even in my top ten. So yeah, I don't. I don't know. I have to look at it again, but. If it maintains and he stays up like this, I mean, he he was good last year, but this is amazing. He's he's playing some damn good football. Well, it's, it's impressive. It's that it's that thing. It's he has that same sort of thing that uh, Calvin Johnson has, where it's just they know they're gonna throw to him. They know he's going to get the ball. He they know he's always being looked at as the target on the field, and they still can't stop him. They still I would say try and double him, and they still can't scheme him out of the game. I would say that those are the only comparisons that that's, they have because well, they're, yeah, not they're not similar. Their size any, is not, not even their style of playing wide receiver. No, they're completely no. different guys. But yeah, they they are hard to. He's all of a sudden. I mean, they can't. You can't. No team defensively really has done a good enough job on him. He's just getting his. Well, since last time. year, it was it was weird. I I didn't think. He played pretty good when they had Wallace over there. Um, but obviously Wallace was always their big play guy. They always like to throw the ball deep to him. And he got his catches here and there. But, you know, he was kind of looked at as like, you know, not really, I wouldn't say second fiddle, but, you know, he was the, he was, he was just the opposite piece of Mike Wallace. And It makes me wonder, like, of the, just like, because I knew, I knew who Emmanuel Sanders was, but he never had a 100-yard game there. He, I think he scored like one touchdown or two touchdowns or something like that. Um, he he was a, a performer in the special teams game. So what else was he doing out there? Like to come over here and be this this talented with those kind of skills here. I mean, I think him and Antonio Brown are both pretty damn good receivers. I think they were. Uh, it seems like I don't know that the the Steelers kind of seem to want to get these like fast, wiry, make the catch first and then play with your feet second kind of guys and they know that Roethlisberger is the kind of quarterback who 
evades a lot of sacks. He likes to move around a lot. He can move the pocket. He maneuvers well in the pocket. I mean, you almost can't sack the guy because he's as big as a fucking lineman. It's a he's a big huge. guy. But right. he keeps just plays like alive so long. I feel like they've decided, like, well, I feel I like Emmanuel does all those guys. things. Emmanuel's wiry as fuck. Yeah, I, and you know what? I have no idea because last year Antonio Brown was getting all the catches last year too. I mean, he was it was the same thing last year. He was getting all making all the plays except for he was also making them on special teams. They put him out there on special teams too. I mean, it's really so, weird to see your number one receiver catching punts, but they put him back there to do it. They did not care. They were looking for playmakers, and it's funny because like we got a huge playmaker out of that. That's all I'm, I'm wondering. They weren't doing anything with him. I think I like the fact that we have a guy opposite of the, of DT who's got a completely different game than like Eric Decker is like a low grade type Demarius Thomas type receiver. He's big and can catch passes and can run good routes, but he's not fast. He's right. not as physical. He's not as strong as DT. He's like a downgrade of like a DT. Okay. Whereas Emmanuel Sanders is like completely different. <clears throat> he's not big. He's not strong. But he's fast. And he can run and catch everything. And you, I mean, he makes tons of the plays that he makes because of his speed. Yeah. And his footwork and his hands. Absolutely. He makes, got, he makes just, incredible catches. It just seems like he was just completely underused. Is is my point? I don't understand. Oh, I agree. How they didn't have him out there? I making making plays, getting because everything you said about Roethlisberger moving around and throwing the ball is moves plays right into what Emmanuel Sanders is good at. I interesting. You know, I, I, maybe it, it maybe it comes down to just like I said that he was just he maybe Brothelsberger eyes one guy when the play breaks down he tries to find where Antonio Brown is on the field and that's the guy he's gonna throw to every time that's the guy he has faith in that's the guy he trusts I I couldn't even begin to tell you what would because I had well that's one thing I had Sanders sure. on my team last year thinking minus Wallace. Would mean that he would be getting a lot of those passes just like you thought. But he didn't. He didn't. He never did. I mean, I totally was banking on it, thinking it was going to be a sneaky little pick. But This makes me wonder what was going on out there. Cowboys Redskins. Um, That was interesting. Um, That's racist. What I'm going to say right now is Colt McKay was cool. Colt McCoy was cool. It was nice to see that. But Tony Romo definitely got hurt. His back was definitely not doing well after that knee, whatever they want to call it. Um, to this day, it's Friday, and it's two days before Sunday, the kickoff of that game, and he's still pretty much from what the analysts on ESPN said this afternoon, he's not going to play. He won't play. They're saying questionable, oh, yeah, we're going to put him out there, but the, the guys who are close to it say he won't. And in that game, he couldn't step up and throw the ball. After that injury, he couldn't run. He was completely limited. If he's anywhere like Gonzo. that, he, if he's anywhere like that, he cannot play Tell the people what we saw that nobody has talked about. They ran screens and and fucking slants in a time when it's a minute and 52 left in the game. It's a tie ball game. You need to go downfield. Period. They ran the ball one time. They got a nine-yard carry from, from DeMarco Murray, which is good. They never ran the ball again. They got a first down, and then I'm pretty sure the rest, well, I'm, I'm not pretty sure. I know it was screens and slants. It was that play, those plays, because that's all that he could throw. He couldn't throw anything else. He couldn't throw a fucking 25-yard post up the field, you know? He couldn't throw uh, any kind of fade route, any kind of back shoulder type deal. Any of the plays that are predicated off this offense from play action fakes off a guy like DeMarco Murray. He couldn't do any of it. They couldn't even put him under center to drop back and do a play action because he couldn't do it because it's too much movement, too much stress on the back that was not able to fucking step up and throw a ball downfield. So they lost that game. Whether or not it's because of Tony Romo and it's because he went back in, they put him back in. I don't know what what, uh, what happens if, if Brandon Whedon finishes the game, but I do know that he had two drives worth 10 points 
that was the most the offense had done in 30-plus minutes of game time. So, they, they, who knows? But don't put him in just because he's tough. Okay? Everybody knows he's tough, right? Okay, no one questions... Long, I don't this, think anybody questions yeah, this. No one questions this guy's fucking toughness. But if you can't do it, if you physically are unable to do it, if it's not just because which they wouldn't known the drive before. Well, if if it's not if it's not just because you're you're hurt, it's because you're injured. If you're being talked to by the trainer coming out of the fucking locker room, talk the whole way down. Getting getting fucking talked to by the other trainer on the fucking sideline, then being then being talked to by the same fucking trainer. That was already talking to you on the way out to the fucking field. Pretty much telling you not to go in. And everybody just misses that now. No one's talking about that now. They were telling him not to come in. But Jerry Jones went to the fucking locker room. Jerry Jones went to the coach. Jerry Jones went to the trainer. Jerry Jones went to the med staff. That's why he went in the game. And that's why they lost. They, they had a chance with Brandon Wheaton. They had no chance once Tony Romo went Jerry Jones kind of sounds like a guy who <clears throat> drank the Kool-Aid. Uh, yeah, definitely. Good call. Definitely drinks Kool-Aid. Mm-hmm. Like Mad the Kool-Aid. Mad Dog style. 2020. It's 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 too bad. It was a it was a it was a good game. It's one that the Cowboys should have won. Prime time, home staff, home building, it's where your place is. Against Monday a night two football. and five Monday, Monday night football prime time. Against a two and five team, you're supposed to win that game. Even if it's tough, you win that game. Especially when you're six and one. And everyone's calling you the best team in the league. No matter what, you win that game. They lost it. That's why they're pretenders. DeMarco Murray fumbled again. And that whole ending of that game was so fucking Cowboys. It was ridiculous. Just the whole way that that went down. Jerry Jones sticking his nose into it. Romo making a fed case to come back in and prove himself even though he's unable to do so. And he'd rather come in and look like a fool than look like the fucking quality quarterback that he is. It was it was a calamity that is the Cowboys and how they've been. It should be the beginning of the end. It was hard to pick this Cowboys game this week, you know. And we'll talk about that. But one thing I want to say right now, and we'll, we'll, I'm sure we'll touch on it more. Um, if the blitz was a big deal for that offensive line against the fucking Redskins, you're in for a whole lot more coming from it the Cardinals. Seems That's all I'm saying. Seems super disappointing that. The blitz packages that they were running, they're like, oh, these guys are all moving around. No. They all lined up on the line and just said, we're coming. And, and, and different guys stop. would come. And different guys would come. Absolutely. But from what like I saw, it was like a lot easily, of the same formation, but just different dudes would come. And you just, it, it's easily and it confused the shit out of something them. that it seems like you'd be able to call an audible on your protection somehow. You can call an audible in your protection when you know who's coming, but when you don't. And if the, the if the offensive line makes one mistake and, and goes off to one side, because they were pretty much sending six, when and especially on those big plays, and it was a you know it was a linebacker blitz off with a a, a, a cornerback blitz as well a defensive back blitz, with no stunts or anything coming from the defensive line just straight up, and it's basically about numbers who's more over on what side and someone guesses wrong and dude fucking gets waxed dude like. I don't know how that knee hurt so bad, how that how that really got to him so bad. I've seen the replay, but I do know that guy came in fast. That guy came in. He got waxed poetic, though. Hard. Ugh. Yeah, there was like a finger in his face and everything. Writing stuff. Kablamo. High fives. Top fives. High fives. Top fives. Top five. Don't talk about Halloween. Top five Broncos, Patriots moments. I totally couldn't come up with five. You I couldn't? I feel like an asshole. Oh. I'll, I'll steal one of yours. You go. No, fuck no. You're going first. No, I'm stealing. Your humiliation yours. will come. No. Because I, no. I wish to steal. I'm not going first. I choose to steal. I have all five. I choose to steal. I choose to sit here in silence. Do top four. Top four. High fours. On all fours. All right. All right. Whoa, whoa, whoa. On all fours. Number four, because I can't think of five. 
because I tried, but I as we've covered, we, we'll get there. Uh, the Bailey pick six when everybody picked the Broncos to get totally blown out at home, divisional round, divisional playoffs. Uh, takes it what I thought was a touchdown. Be honest with you, I thought you, they called it touchdown. You can't, shouldn't be able to take it back, but they totally took it back. It wasn't a touchdown. I felt like it was a touchdown. They showed the, the sports science on it. It wasn't. They showed the sports science on it. And they said they still couldn't figure it out. It's not what I saw, Ryan Silva. It's not what I saw either, Gonzo. See, I was more Gon- serious. So, so which I don't use people's whole name. That's just embarrassing. All right, let's go. Uh, same game, but I thought this was a. Big time statement because nice. everybody, everybody uh, said we were going to get beat in every way in the game, and it turns out that this is how we proved we beat them in every way of the game. When Todd Sarbron went down there and punched the ball out, oh, that's right, and f- caused a fumble. That's right. Which really, like, remember that. which was really the point in that game that really hammered home, like. We're gonna fucking beat you. Yep. And I remember it, that. Every, I mean, the whole their whole team was like, "Fuck, man, we can't." Nothing like they had they had fumbles that didn't bounce their way. I mean, that was just another thing. Our punter, our nice. ju- our juiced up punter. He was juiced. Popped it out. That's tight. I remember that. Um, number two, um, I say, the clock strikes midnight. Broncos go to the Super Bowl last year. Oh, well, clock strikes midnight on the whole Brady can beat Peyton no matter what fucking bullshit. We playoffs, go to the yeah. fucking Super Bowl, all right? So fuck you. Anytime they go to the Super Bowl or Super Bowl is involved, it's getting in the top two. It's getting up there. And then, of course, the number one Patriots Ooh. moment. <clears throat> Shannon Sharp calling the president <laughs> to let him know that we're beating the Patriots and that they need to send the National Guard in right away. I like that moment. I don't think that could not be this number one. Oh, it Gonzo. made my list. It wasn't number one, but it made my list. I want to hear your number uh, one. I'm very curious. No, number five is the uh, AFC Championship from last season. Enjoyed it. It was a good game. It ended funky, but you know it was a ten point victory against a a, vo- a foe that we don't really like. Good history against them. By the way, the Broncos are twenty eight and twenty against the uh, Patriots all time. Lead that series. Um, actually, the only team with a winning record against Brady as well. Mm-hmm. Very true. Uh, in in my Ohio, he has a losing record. A show five and six, I think it is. Uh, number four. Uh, this was a Monday night game that happened in October two thousand three. I remember this because Danny Cannell started, and we had the lead. He took us down. We had the lead, and Tom Brady did what he was doing at that point in his career. He just matriculated down the field, hitting little short routes and. He hit, I think it was Troy Brown, not sure. One of his receivers, those no-name receivers that he had in the corner, he beat Delta O'Neal right there in the front corner of the end zone, that little out for a touchdown to win the game. It was a really good game, though. It was a really good game. Um, And it was a loss. I mean, there's got to be one in moments against a team you don't like. There has to be a good game that's a loss, and that's definitely one that I can stand. Uh, Number three, the... uh, the defense, the opening defense uh, we opened up after we won the, su- the Super Bowl. Our first game was opening Monday night against the Patriots. And we took it to them and let everybody know we were there uh, ready to do some things. Terrell only had, I think that was the, the Terrell's only game that wasn't 100 yards, I think, in the first nine games of the season because it was just a full team domination defensively. Offensively, I'm pretty sure we had a pick six from Mobley in that game. It was pretty awesome. John Mobley, good stuff. Uh, number two, we are killing the Patriots. October 96, it's amazing. Um, I remember that. Uh, Shannon Sharp's one of my favorite players of all time on the Broncos. Right up there. It's a, it's a moment that always gets talked about over and over again. Always gets talked about. Um, he backed it up. Duke Katar, but he backed it up. Number one, and this is because he's my my favorite player besides John Elway. It's uh, when Champ Bailey picked that ball off and, and took it back in the playoffs. I was working at pitchers, and when that game was on, it, it <laughs> sucked. But when that happened, I was like running around the place, high-fiving motherfuckers and shit. It was 
so much fun. He's my favorite player at the time on the team. Um, top, he's like my second favorite player, and he picked off Brady, and we handed Brady his first playoff loss that day, and it was uh, it was a lot of fun to see that shit. I, I really appreciate that moment in the mighty Broncos Patriots matchup that's going to be relived in a couple days. We'll talk about that soon, but there you go. My number five moment is the best moment of whatever happens on Sunday. I think it's going to be a good Sunday. Whatever Gonzo said. Nah. Top five. The one thing he mentioned I didn't care about is Two things. Two things. Three things. Mine were awesome, dude. You missed out. You missed out on Danny Cannell. My bad. On Doug, game. you missed out on a good a game. A bologna sandwich. Shit. That's what you missed out on. God, you didn't even do any. You don't even remember that game. That was fucking amazing, dude. That was because of Danny Cannell. Wait, like, Barrett's lead. All right, go. That's go ahead. It's like it's a sports show that I'm hosting or something. I know. Shit. Nah, not word. All right, go ahead, Doug. All right, Doug. What's our top five? Our, our high five pop culture high five. Doug. Nope. You. Well, Doug tried to turn it into favorite characters that are dead, but it was supposed to be least variable Wait, fictional what? TV characters. So, Doug, oh, your least favorite, your least favorable fictional TV characters. He's a fucking douchebag. He is. Everyone out. loves him for it too. I don't, I don't know why. He's very. He's like completely insensitive for such a smart person. You'd think he'd have some sense of, you know. I believe that be the whole point of him that he doesn't have a sensitivity to him. Yeah, it makes he's him a like, total fucking douchebag. He's like yeah. Doug on I'm the brag. <laughs> Actually, yeah. Uh, number four, Marge Simpson. She sucks. Aww. Yeah. Aww. Marge. Because you know what? She does a lot of the same dumb shit Homer does, except for she always talks shit to Homer for doing dumb shit. It's fucked off. Well, you see, Ryan, she's a woman. Well, the rest of my list is women. (laughs) (laughs) Really? Yes. Number three, Marcy Darcy. She's a fucking twat. Now, (laughs) that's her married name. Yes, that is her married name. She's a. It wasn't originally Marcy Darcy. No, it wasn't. But I had to say it so that people know. You don't know. It's married with children. The neighbor. She looks like a lesbian. Marcy. Marcy. She's she's kind of always really, you know, shitty to the Bundys, and it's funny because they live uh, right next to them. Oh, what the fuck is her last name? Her like whole her whole deal is like the demise of their relationship. Their their whole life. She hates the Bundys and wants to destroy. Moving on, Marcy Darcy. Oh my God. Moving on. He's really hurrying people up today. What's with that, dude? Well, maybe I know that you guys talk a lot about everything else. Number two. Now, this is what we were talking about. Lori Grimes. She fucking sucks. She made Rick kill his best friend. I'm sorry, what was that last name? I think you meant Shaner. What? Her last name is Shaner? Shane in her? Mm-hmm. Cute. Thank you. Um, anyway, makes Rick kill his best friend, and then gets mad at him. Not him. true. Carl kills her. Him. And her. Actually. You really want to get technical about it, and Maggie kills her. Nope. 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 Yeah. Nope. Maggie is actually the one who cuts her in the belly, and she dies Nope, that. Carol. No, Carol nope, is Carol. not the one who's there. Carol. No, Carol gets Silly stuck in Carol. The... Okay. I watched Breaking Bad. We're going to go ahead and rewind tonight, and while and I'll go ahead we'll and show that Doug later. is wrong. Okay. Later. Number one, worst fucking character ever, a hater. It's Peggy Hill. She's a fucking arrogant bitch. <laughs> she is so fucking arrogant. Oh, she thinks she is fucking awesome like at every single thing she does. Even the thing she's supposed to do for a living, which is Spanish, and she totally fucking sucks at all of it. And she's completely not helpful. She could go away on that show, and nobody would miss her at all. That's, so That's cool. my number one. I, 
I was trying to think of who it was, and, and you gave me who it was. Thank you. The, the number one I was going for. Uh, number five, The Nanny. I never watched an episode, <laughs> but I gotta say, I'll bet that show sucked because that didn't look like it was entertaining at all. It was Brent horrible. Drescher oh my is God. like a very annoying person. I've, said, I've heard her do the, the nanny. She's like York. Yeah. Yeah, she's got a really big mouth, and I like to put things in it, but she's not. That doesn't mean it's a lot. If we could do it on mute, that would be good. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 You know, turn Metallica. Up. You know, <laughs> maybe it's, grind it's some phrase, kittens it's, in it's, a blender. Here, here, it's, it's a phrase. Every time I she opens her mouth, I want to put my dick in it. But that doesn't mean it's love. Yeah, it's not love. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's not love. Uh, number four, I had to watch this show with my mom, and I love my mom. Zany women. The closer. What? The oh. closer. That oh, with Kevin Bacon. Kira Sedgwick. Yeah. Sedgwick. I can't stand her in that. It's like she got that accent. Just like sometimes it ain't on. And then sometimes it's just like this. And then sometimes it's just like thank you. And sometimes it's not there. And it's so lame. It's like the TNT deal. Like For like the last five years, they've been on this like, you know, empowerment of like women t- television shows. Uh, there's that one. And there's the one with Holly Hunter, the... The Academy Award winner, then there's the, tr- the True Life one with. Rizzoli and Isles. There's Rizzoli and Isles, and there's the True Life one with the ladies. Okay, moving on. There's the True Life one where the ladies go in to investigate cold crimes. It's a, it's an actual. Cagney and Lazy. Yep, and so it's kind of. It's just a stupid show, I don't like it. Cagney uh, and Lazy. Number, number three, Nancy Botwin from Weeds. I hate her. <laughs> Everything that she does on that show sucks. She doesn't do anything cool. It's not ever good. Like, there was, like, I'm going to, spoiler alert, I wanted her to die horrifically at the end of that show, and that's what I was expecting. Like, everyone that wanted her dead was going to come and kill her, like, really bad. But it doesn't. She lives and ends up fucking her brother-in-law, and it's... It's fucking. It's a thank God you stepped in law. It's a it's a terrible, terrible fucking just ending for a person that's so shitty that should have died so poorly. You know, I mean, Walter White has to die, and Nancy Botwin gets to fucking don't talk live about Walter White on and on. I can talk all the fuck I want about Walter White, you little bitch. Number two, Skyler, Walter White's cunt fucking wife. <laughs> I fucking hate her. Die. <laughs> High five. Cannot stand her. Everything she does is worse. I don't like anything she does. Every every angle that she takes is wrong and selfish and completely one-sided. Every fucking angle that she takes, whether she's against it, whether she's oblivious to it, whether she's worried about its cancer, whether she's part of it, whether she's fucking working to try to try to wander the money with him. Everything that bitch does is wrong in that fucking thing. And uh, number one, Peggy Hill. <laughs> fucking hate her, dude. <laughs> fucking hate Peggy Hill. It's a funny thing. It's a lot of laughter. But it's like, God, she sucks at life. Not cool at all. I mean, I, I love the voice. I love the lady that does it. But Peggy Hill is just the, so much like the most self-absorbed, oblivious, moronic buffoon person ever. I hate her, Peggy Hill. I was gonna feel like you know, like my list was really misogynistic, so I was like, "Who's kind of like shitty that could be a number five? So I was like, "Sheldon Cooper, he's a dude." I totally could have filled this list with chicks. No, I didn't. TV, mind. TV does a good job of really like making women look pretty bad. It's it's on purpose. Funny that most men hate women because of television. So bad, dude. <laughs> Like the, they make the men look like idiots, but Roy is lovable idiots. Lovable idiots, not deceitful, backstabbing, fuck your brother idiots. God, I hate to weigh in. Even Lois Griffin fucked Bill Clinton. Poor snowbird. <laughs> You're walking a little funny there, whore. My number three, because I have to 
shortchange myself. Because Doug's been making up his own list in his head for the last 24 hours. <laughs> I made three different lists, ass. <laughs> On his own, oblivious to what anyone else said. We're not going into that. My number three, totally, I have to steal this. Skylar. Hangs down. Hey, what a cunt. Um, That's why I can talk about Walter. Number two. Lori from Walking Dead. What a cunt. <laughs> that word is popular again today. This is like early first season shooting the gap. <laughs> and number one, Tara from uh, True Blood. Glad that cunt's dead. Oh, black chick? Oh, oh, so glad she oh, died. Oh, I hate her. I hate the I way waited. I waited. Yeah. She like finally died in season seven, and I'm like, we had to wait seven seasons for that cunt to die. Yeah, I stopped watching. I hate the way she said ago. fucked up. I don't like that. She said, I liked it. Oh, she was all like this. Like, Hot sauce and collard greens, and you're like, we you're fucking fuck. racist. Like, you are a racist character, and you're black. You're a stereotype. Yep, thank you. Uh, total cunt. Moving on. Stereotypes are the worst ones, so. I'm with you. High five on that Tara. Still I, when we talked last week, I was like, I got my number one locked up, and he went, I don't even want to know. I'm like, Tara. Wait, seven goddamn seasons for that bitch to die. Yeah, and like you thought, you really thought she was going to get it in the third one, too. And then you really thought it was the fourth. And then, uh, and then it never fucking And then happened. she's like a weightlifting lesbian. Like, what the bullshit? Why so. is she even in the show anymore? I don't know. Let's move on. What kind of contract did you sign with this unrelenting wench? It was like a fucking Han Solo one. Where it's like, oh, my career's just going to keep going on. This disgusting gash. Pick them. <laughs> We're doing picks. Pick time. So real quick, the Saints and Carolina played. And Carolina looked shitty. Again, What's that about? Not really sure. Um, can't get them figured out. Not sure where they're, um, I would say... Winning streak is going to be at. It doesn't look like it's going to happen. They got schooled. I picked New Orleans, but not like that. Um, I picked New like Orleans, that. but I felt like I could have been wrong initially because it was 0-0 going into the second. It was a 0-0 zero zero game? It looked like it was like going to be fuck, a 10-7 game. Yeah, more competitive the way, than The way both of them were playing, but it looked like New Orleans found a little bit of an offensive rhythm. I don't know if it's but the it receivers. But it looked like uh, Carolina wasn't... He threw, he threw like shit. Yeah, I don't know if it's the timing with all the receivers he doesn't have or, or whatnot. I didn't watch as much of the game as you did. Um, but yeah, it wasn't... It wasn't good. It wasn't on target. It looked like he was doing a lot of look-to-run first, so I don't know. Maybe that has something to do with his shitty receivers. There you go. Maybe Kelvin Benjamin didn't pretend to run slow. Maybe he just <laughs> runs slow. <laughs> Bengals and Jags. Well, this is easy uh, for me, Bengals. He said easy. I also say Bengals because it's easy. Bucks versus Browns. I'm going to stick with the Browns on this one. Yeah, I got to go with the Browns. The Bucks are sucking. They certainly are. Jets, Chiefs. Two Uh, teams that could give you something different every single week. Very true, but the Jets have been more consistent with it as far as just losing the game, so I'm going to go with the Chiefs at home. I have to go with the Chiefs at home. Cardinals versus the Cowboys. Doesn't uh, matter if Tony Romo plays. I don't, I don't necessarily... I'm, I'm, I'm thinking I'm going to stick with the demise of the Cowboys uh, going down here. Uh, we just saw the beginning of it last week. I got the Cardinals winning this game in... In Dallas, in well, Wellington. I'm picking the Cardinals to lose because they're forcing my hand here to play uh, Tom Brady against my team in the fantasy realm. And it hurts my feelings. So I want the Cardinals to win that one. Chargers, Dolphins. Yeah, that makes that makes our heart feel warm as Bronco fans. 
Oh, well, that, there you go. What am I supposed to What'd you say? Chargers and Dolphins? Yeah, yeah. I want to go upset. I'm going to take the Dolphins at home. I wouldn't feel like that's much of an upset, but I'm taking the Chargers. I don't think it's... I, I wouldn't think that the Chargers going across... Time, although they're going to get the extra hour, aren't they? Uh-huh. Lucky I'm pretty bastards. sure they're favored, too. Going to get the extra hour of sleep. It's, it's November. It's not the beginning of September. Well, there you go. I'm taking the Chargers anyway. Eagles, Texans. Um, not really tough to pick this one. I mean, I expect the Texans to be competitive. They have all season, but I got the Eagles winning this game. I'm taking the upset. I'm taking the Texans. Uh, they're not gonna have Davian Clowney. Looks yeah, like he's hurt again. again. Yeah, he's not. He's not playing again because so of injury. So that kind of sucks, but I. Still feel like I'll take the Texans. I don't know. Yeah, not. I mean, they're they're competitive every week. Um, interesting matchup. We can talk about this just a minute. Is the Skins Vikings? Because <laughs> the only reason this is an interesting matchup. Fucking Bambi. RG three, saying he's playing. The Skins are saying he's playing. Gonzo, is he playing? Um, yeah, I expect him to. Um, I don't know how much difference he makes within the offense. I think they move like they have, maybe not even as well. Um, they win because the defense comes out and plays good football in this one. I think this one gets a healthy dose of the two-headed monster of Alfred Morris and Roy Hillyu. I think you're going to get that from Washington the rest of the season. Um, Unless the development shows from, from a quarterback. Until until then, you're going to get that every game. Um, screen passes, a lot of swing passes out to him. A lot of, the, now do you think there's going to be a lot of, we saw everybody, well, if you watched the Monday Night Football game last week, they showed Robert Griffin III warming up, if you will. Yeah. And he was running pretty gimpy for a guy who's so certain he's going to be playing this week. He did not look... I mean, he looked like a light jog was kind of a pain in the ass for him. I, I saw a little bit of discomfort, but it wasn't as bad as I thought it would be. Um, I, this, it's not surprising for me, though, anytime an athlete says he's going to go. They always say they're going to go. I'm not surprised to hear him say he's going to go. I'm not surprised to hear them say they want him to go. I think it's too early. I think it's at least a week too early. Yeah, I don't really know the injury, but just with the history and him coming off of something of something anyway that that has been lingering and just why not if it's even a question? Don't don't let it be a question. Let it be 100%. So I I'd sit him anyway just because you just want a game too. I mean, let's get realistic here. We're not playing for playoffs here. Not really, because the their division winner is going to be pretty high up in the. In their the division winner is probably, probably going to be the Eagles. Probably, more than more than likely, and then Dallas is going to go, you know, nine and seven, ten and six, something like that. And then there you go. They're going to be fighting for a wild card. You're not going to be. You're not going to bust off a considerable amount of wins here, anytime soon. Sit and let McCoy play another game. I say. Sit him. Vikings defense has actually been looking pretty good as of late. Um, they've actually looked pretty decent all year. They just had the misfortune of not having an offense to help them out. Yeah, but with that run game, the Redskins will, will help for sure. So, <clears throat> um, I'm looking at the Vikings. I'm taking the skins. There you have it. Rams versus the Niners. 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 They're going to go on a tear pretty soon. It might be starting right now. Um, now, this one was really hard for me to pick because I hate both the teams. I don't know oh. who I want to lose more, <laughs> but I know who's going to lose. Raiders, Seahawks. Oh, uh, well, got to go with Seahawks at home. Seahawks at home. If you're a betting man, you should take the points. What are the points? I don't know what the line is on that game, but it's got to be oh. 14. Oh, I doubt it's that much. The Seahawks aren't 6-1, and one, Ryan. I don't just... They haven't been doing the shit. Raiders haven't won a game. Oh, I don't think you're saying anything that's not obvious, but I don't... 
think that it's 14 points. They don't just hand that stuff out. Well, look it up, Sirius. Well, we'll look it up. I, I wouldn't be surprised if it's like 10 or 11, though. 10 uh, or 11. I, yeah. 14 is going to be... I said it wouldn't be impossible. You think it's impossible. Steelers-Ravens. Uh, I'm taking the Ravens. I don't... I don't have faith in the Steelers. It still stems from last season because they're assholes to me. Kiss my dick. Taking the Ravens. I'm actually taking the Steelers on this one. The Colts. Giants. This one could be interesting because it looks like the Giants are trying to claw back out of their hole. But they don't have... Obviously, they don't have Victor Cruz anymore. Uh, I had a tough time with this one. Really? It was it was a little tough because I mean you just said it, it could be tricky. I mean I think it could be tricky because the Colts defense decided that doesn't want to show up anymore. But I mean I could be off on that one. Yeah, um, they they don't look too good, but they weren't. Really supposed to be that good, so them showing up as as much as they did early early in the season wasn't really expected. It was kind of fluky already. So, so you got the. I'm still going Colts though. I, I I thought about it Monday night New York, Manning. I mean, honestly, I would not be surprised. If Manning threw for 350 yards and three touchdowns and the Giants had a good game because they tend to fluke out like that. I don't know how their season's going to end. I don't know if they're going to end up in the Super Bowl, you know, in 8-8, eight 9-17 eight, like they tend to do sometimes. Um, but, yeah, I still think the Colts win this game. They should win this game. They're a good team. They should win this game. Game of the week. Game of the week, game of the season so far. I think it's game of the season, don't you think? I mean, everybody just said at first thought the Colts Broncos game was going to be pretty outstanding. It was outstanding on our end for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I just got to thinking about that whole losing the hour. They get an extra hour of rest, so they're not playing at that one o'clock. It's, it's going to feel kind of like an afternoon game, I think. But I mean, You take that to your advantage, I think, as a coach that had to have been recognized. So they've set up their clocks to certain times. Set their times. I'm a, that's a good point, Ryan. I didn't think about that. I didn't think about it either until I just brought it up. But also... Whoa! On the spot Shit! Also, uh, weather's not supposed to be too hot, but it's supposed to kind of be chilling out kind of around game time, maybe into the second half. Talking oh, I heard the high that shitty day is, wind, the, Shitty wind, the, shitty cold and rain. The high that day is 45. <clears throat> I heard it's not supposed to be too much rain at all, actually. Are we going to have problems here, or is that is the weather well, going to be really... an issue like it was the last time, or is this... And this seems like it totally was the last different. time. The last time was a whole lot of other things. I don't think it was the passing game. Um, I already, I've, I've been on record saying Peyton's passed that cold weather thing. He threw for 350 plus yards against the Titans last year, and it was three degrees outside. Uh, that that fucking game, it's fucking cold. Uh, we put up 51 points. Peyton can throw the ball in the cold. He knows he can now too. I'm not worried about that part of it. If the wind's going, who knows? That that should affect everybody's ball. Um, we're not we're not yeah. gonna have that big of a problem. He's smarter than my balls are cold. It affects it. Welcome back, Doug. We're not gonna we're not Don't gonna have your nuts at me. We're not gonna have the kind of cold balls to affect um, the offense to a stagnant level at all. We're gonna move the ball. We're gonna put points up. We're gonna move the ball well. It's gonna be a lot of running. Or is it going to be so. kind of like down the middle? Do you feel like I'm going to be 50, surprised? 50? I'm going to be surprised. Well, you know how it works. It's up to what the defense does. And last year, New England 
let us run. I'm su- I'd be surprised if they let us run this year. Not let, let let not let you run, but set the defense up where it's easier for you to run the ball. Um, no, because when No. Sean bust off a 15, 20 yard run, that's a 40, 45 yard run for Ronnie Hillman. Um, and I know that I've I've, already, I've seen him run in the last three weeks, and this is not me saying that he is the back that we need and he's that guy, but I know when he gets in space, he knows what to do with the ball and he can run away from NFL defenses. So it's really going to be up to what New England wants to do. If they want to press a couple guys and take away certain dudes and give Manning time, he's going to pick them apart. If they want to blitz him, he'll find somebody open because those guys aren't indestructible. Revis is not unbeatable. I don't give a shit. If he's on Demarius Thomas, Demarius Thomas can beat him. Demarius Thomas can beat anybody in this league. Anybody. Emmanuel Sanders can beat Browner. Browner will be chasing his ass. He, he won't know what to do if he gets away from him. If, if he gets in front of him, he'll be, he's done. I, I, like, I like our chances. I like our chances. I like our defense, which is what makes me <clears throat> feel better about that game and better about how our offense will do because our defense will back them up. Do you want to hear the line? What's the line? Three and a half. <laughs> so apparently the odds makers in Vegas think that the fucking Seahawks would lose at at the Oakland Coliseum. Well, that's I, what they think. Didn't I say? I said, where's where are they at? <laughs> I'll take. I'll take. Once again, take the Seahawks on the line. Then I'll take three and a half. Three and a half, well, yeah, I mean, that's, I mean, more than a field goal, basically. I think they'll beat them by more than a touchdown, so I'll take a three and a half. We'll see. Um, the, the Patriots won't be able to run the ball tomorrow. They're going to have to pass the ball. That's what, that's, what, that's what it is. It's not because I'm confident that they suck at running the ball. It's that I'm confident that we're third in the league against... Rush defense, third in the league in total. No, we're first in the league in rush defense. First in the league rush defense. First in the league rush defense. Third in the league in total defense. So we're going to stop you. We're going to get enough stops, whether it's, you know, 10 or just the five, six, seven stops we need to get during the game to win it because our defense will get it. That's what I'm confident. I think weathering the storm is the most important thing. Anytime, because you know that the Patriots can score really quickly. They've always been able to do that. Tom Brady. They haven't really always been good. able to do it this year. Tom I'm, Brady's I'm always been confident. able to do it in his career. I think you know, I'm confident yeah. in his chances to score quickly, and I think they could score quickly. Funk? Yeah. Yeah, we're not prepared to stop Gronk. I don't dis. I don't disagree that we're not prepared. I'm just saying that they're. I would be prepared to experience a time where they could potentially put up 10 to 14 points in a relatively quick amount of time. I don't know. I'd kind of just go with most of what last season was like, and I guess there was a second half, but we were able to kind of dictate what they did. I'm I'm expecting the same thing. We have a better defense. I'm I'm just saying if, if it does happen, I wouldn't, if I was the Denver defense and the Denver offense, I'm saying there's no need to panic. There's no, you no, don't panic if Brady scores touchdowns. No. I mean, that's that's all I'm really saying is that even if they put up two touchdowns in a relatively short amount of time, I don't think this team has to panic. I don't think it's like, uh-oh, here it comes. It's like, no, they completed some passes. They made some plays, and they scored. We're we going to be fine, to, I think, yeah. in the long run. I think in the long run, I, I, I think the Broncos keep the team under 24, to be honest with you. Yeah, I, I, I think we keep them around 17-20. Um, I think we scored 34-37-40. Should we call it like we did last time? <clears throat> well, I got the, I'll call the Patriots score. Patriots score is going to be 23. Uh, I'm going to say 17. 17, no, I'm going to say 20. I'm going to say 20. I say the Broncos score thirty-one. I'm gonna say thirty-four. Girls, girls, the Broncos win. High five, Doug. Yeah, I'm wearing the shirt. shirt. Who'd you go as this year for Halloween, Doug? 
Bald Ryan. <laughs> that's not true, I. I'm a costume. I, th- I think a double-digit win, though. That's that's what I've thought for the last few days. I think we win by 10 points, at least. I yeah, really believe I'm saying that. 23-34, so. There you go. Doug's crazy. Um, UNC scandal. University of North uh, Carolina. Yeah. We got to touch on this. Yes. Let me just tell you a little bit about the University of North Carolina, Doug. When you say a little, do you mean a lot? A little lot. As far as my tastes go with sports, they're one of my least favorite um, teams. They're a university. Mm -hmm. They're known for their college basketball. Great. Who do they touch and wear? They're my least favorite team because they're my arch rival Mm -hmm. as far as fandom goes as well as Ryan Mm -hmm. or Duke. Blue Devil fans. And we've always had a joke about Duke and North Carolina saying, well, Duke graduates their players. Duke graduates their players. Right. And there's always, like, you know, retort from idiotic North Carolina fans, some of them alumni, um, you know, talking about but how they're... Where they're, they touch each other and where. Talking about how their athletes graduate, too. And the scandal broke this week about um, fake classes... Fake teachers, Ooh. fake grades, fake payments, um, fake classrooms. Were they touched them in the in the diploma? Got it. They touched uh, them in their uh, academic section. Twenty years of stuff is, that they have. Twenty years. The brain. Yeah. Okay. And wow. It's broken out, and it's 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 validation to a point. I mean, it's kind of sad to be like, "Hey, you guys really are that fucking dumb," because it's it was set up for the whole athletic program so it goes everywhere from you know the football program the basketball program as far as down to you know swimming and volleyball and the the lesser revenue things and teachers were involved in it fake degrees were handed out to people and and it just got busted and nothing's been done yet the, the, well that's where i graduated from so the ncaa hasn't done anything university that's of north true. carolina yeah the, yeah the, the uh, i'm a tar heel they haven't done anything right? yet is that right? That is right. Good you job. Call them retards. So it was. It oh. was just. It was a shame to see. But I'm a retard. Kind of, kind of how it goes. I'm not a retard. I want to tell you something, Doug. Yeah. Well, we hired a new producer. Mm-hmm. So we're gonna have to let you go. I'm it was, see, that nice would be fucked up on. if we were to do that. But that's what the Cubs just did to their manager. <laughs> they hired a guy. It was on Sports Center yesterday. It's like they're close to sealing a deal. And then today it goes, the Cubs fired their manager, but they talked about them hiring the new guy yesterday. And then, you know, proceeded to fire the guy today. And then, you know, it was a, it was kind of a low ball thing. Guy to coming it. in. No, but is it Hardwick? It's, it's Hardwick. It's, it's totally Hardwick. God, I hope it's Hardwick. It's James. He's got his own show now. Oh. I hope it's Hardwick. Uh, um, I also wanted to say that the college football rankings came out and it had three teams from the SEC West in the top four. One, two, three, four. Five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Huh? Yeah. I'm not going to play that song. Hey, hey, who wants to hear a funny story? That's what I want to say. Okay, go. This Doug's wearing a... Oh. This one time, Ryan... Looked up the wrong fucking date and time of um, betting odds, and he totally looked at a schedule from three years. (laughs) (laughs) So the betting line was three and a half the last time they played. Oh, okay. Yeah. This time it's 15. (laughs) This time it's 15? Yeah. So that sounds a little more plausible to me. (laughs) He's going to pat himself on the back all night. I'm totally happy. Well, I shouldn't pat myself on the back at all since I totally was looking at something like, okay, well, apparently the Seahawks suddenly super suck. Everyone's down at home. They lost to the the Cowboys, but I know. The Cowboys. I'm just saying. Whoa. There's a lot of background noise in the studio, Doug. To pause it again? Lord. Fastball. I'm ready. New top 25 rankings. Okay. Gonzo. Yes. We have three 
SEC teams. Three. Three <clears throat> in the same division. Which one of these teams is going to survive? Is there a chance that two could still get in? Well, there's a chance that none of these teams get in that are ranked in the top four right now. Right. Uh, there is that chance that has to be seen uh, because Alabama didn't make the top four, which I thought was surprising. Um, I thought it was surprising because they just couldn't make all four SEC people. Yeah, but they put Ole Miss in. That that was that was interesting. They just lost. That's true. Um, Alabama been coming back off of a loss a few weeks ago, um, but there is the fact that Ole Miss had beat some some top ten teams in consecutive weeks. There, um, there's there's a possibility if if it stays true. That like say Georgia wins out and goes to the to the SEC championship game and plays one of these other SEC teams from the SEC Western part of the conference and wins. So you have maybe a a, a two loss Mississippi State or or or, uh, or Alabama possibly <clears throat> that could have a, have a case to be playing in the in the uh, playoff system, but. With the the amount of one loss teams and Oregon hasn't creeped into it yet, um, I'm sure there's a team that I'm forgetting. Florida State seems like they're going to run the table. They had their their toughest game supposedly was uh, was yesterday. They ended up winning. Um, I I think I think with just the way it's set up, it more than likely there's going to be one SEC team in there. No doubt about that. The the chance of two is probably like a sixty to seventy percent chance. I don't think the Pac-10 is strong. Big 12 has already kind of lost their their go-tos on it. <coughs> I'll say this that that is definitely true. Um, the rankings now are not going to be the same in two weeks, let alone seven weeks. It's going to change quite a bit. Dugout. Dugout uh, with our dugout. You don't have a wretch? I don't have a wretch. That's right, Doug. Nothing you could do about it. Well, it's probably something. Family Guy or Simpsons? Family Guy. American Dad. Lois Griffin. Or Marge Simpson. Lois Lane. I'd say Lois Griffin though. She seems like a whore. She does seem dirty. Get on. He's knocking at the back door. <laughs> Should I let him in? <laughs> when Peter told me we were doing this movie, I was like, "Fuck yeah!" Fuck yeah! <laughs> no, Peter, get on. Yeah. Uh, Bugs Bunny or Roger Rabbit. Bugs Malone. Megadeth or Anthrax? <laughs> Depends on what kind of envelope I open. <laughs> uh, funny. Jessica Rabbit or that cartoon bitch that Kim Basinger played in Cold World? Jessica Chastain. 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 I think he's talking about boobs. I like, like that kind I leave on the boobs. Ah, nice. Ah. Chastain. Nice. Mm. That's gross. Catholic schoolgirl or a nurse? <laughs> hey, babe. Sexy construction worker or sexy teacher? Baby boop. Just naming off women's Halloween costumes. I just want to jerk off to some fucking bitch from the fucking 40s. Whoa. Whoa. He said, bitch. That's harassment. Scott Johnson's going to be writing the show now. Look, I'm just saying I want to jerk off over some seven-year-old titties. I'm just saying. 70-year-old titties? Damn. Yeah, Betty Boop. Yeah. You know, that was that was just another... Right, I just want to jerk off over just some fucking leathery fucking milk sacks. The man stealing from the black man. But she's still a great, she's still a great woman, so it's okay. She's like an alien. Who gives a fuck? 
Doug Baby boobs an alien? B. Arthur porn. I might jerk off her some... I might jerk off her some B. Arthur. Baby boobs an alien? She might be. Oh. See those B. eyes? Arthur. Right. Those eyes are big. I want a helmet full of cottage cheese and some naked pictures of B. Arthur. Airheads. Well, way to ruin it. This has been a Blood Alcohol Content Network production. For more information, visit www.bacnpodcast.com. Your home for almost bacon and banjo!